spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another incredible episode of Rants and Gems. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700 but I'm better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. We are live, we are blessed, thank God for another day. Now, guys, make sure you go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure you download Rants and Gems, leave a review, uh, five-star ratings, share it with all your people, and let's make Rants and Gems the number one real estate podcast in the world. So today, I'm bringing in a special guest, man. I'm really excited about this interview. and look, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. These last past three interviews, you'll see me with the same clothes on. <laughs> I ain't going to hold y'all up because I know some of y'all thinking this, but we had a content day and I got to go to a speaking engagement after this and I just didn't have time to bring change of clothes. I'm sorry. So you're going to get this polo shirt. <laughs> and this is the last episode with the same polo shirt, okay? So don't worry. <laughs> Drop some gems in the comment for me wearing the same shirt in three episodes straight. <laughs> All right. So today we got a special, special guest in the building. We got Ashley Hamilton, who is a real estate investor, who's also a licensed real estate agent, which I love. All right. She's a certified hard money lender, broker, owns a property management company, as well as a uh, as well as a project management company, and all. In 2019, she started her consulting company. That's how investors get started in real estate and gain access to business and working capital. She hails from the D. Pause. What up, though? <laughs> what up, <laughs> what though? up, though? Ashley Hamilton, welcome to New York and welcome to Rants and Gems. How are you? Yes, truly honored. What up, though? You said it's Detroit's in the building for sure. I have to represent everywhere I go. But truly honored to be here. Um, man, just love the show. Love everything that you guys are doing. And I'm ready to drop some gems. Like, I'm ready to give, like, to continue on what you've been doing. Like, even I get gems from the podcast, right? So Dope. I know, like, not only, like, I understood the assignment, right? Like, I didn't come to just sit here and talk. Like, I want to be the gem dropper as well, right? I want to be on one of those top episodes. Well, let sure. me tell you something. <laughs> only certified gem droppers are allowed to sit next to me. Yes. Okay. And you are definitely a certified gem dropper. You know, I've been following your journey uh, for some time now, and your story is incredible. First of all, tell people your background. How did, because I, I read a lot of these accolades real quick, but it didn't start this way, <laughs> right? How did your journey start? Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. So I basically started born and raised Detroit, Michigan my whole life. I uh, grew up poor, you know, unfortunate but didn't really recognize I was poor because I pretty much had everything I needed. Like mom always kept food on the table. We were just poor and uh, grew up in Section 8 housing. Right. So we always had like the worst house on the block, uh, but in a good neighborhood, though. But we like everybody could tell we were getting the government assistance. So just had a normal childhood and uh, got pregnant early on. Um, just fell into some of the same games that happens or the same stigmas and generational curses that happen when you come um, born, you know, in poverty, right? So became a single mother really early on at 17 years old. Um, was working as a waitress at Red Lobster to take care of my daughter. And I just looked in the mirror and was like, you know what? Something has to change, right? Like 
especially when I saw my daughter for sure, like that's really what dated. I just didn't want to pass on those same generational curses that I inherited. So I knew like something's got to change. So grinding, doing my thing. Now I'm 22 years old. I have two children now under five, still working as a waitress in Detroit, making $2.65 an hour, literally less than $20,000 a year. Mm. And I'm like, this is 2009. Everybody's saying, don't buy real estate, right? Don't buy real estate. Don't come to Detroit, right? Don't come to Detroit. So I go to a, um, a seminar, free seminar, just walk in. I don't know anything about real estate. And they're talking mortgages, FHA. And I didn't understand any of that because I didn't come from that. My parents weren't homeowners. But the only thing I walked away with, and this is why you guys need to pay attention and get, and I encourage you to get one or two gems because literally the only reason I'm sitting here today is because two gems that I heard in 2009 in that broken state, right? Single mother, two kids, under five, making $20,000 a year or less, no education. I heard two gems. So the first one was, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. And the second quote that I heard was, be willing to spend a few years of your life living how most people don't so you can spend the rest of your life living how most people won't, right? So what that meant to me was, be greedy when others are fearful, right? So everybody was saying, don't invest in Detroit. Detroit is a war zone, right? They're in bankruptcy. Uh, don't buy real estate. Matter of fact, it's 2009. So we know that everybody just lost their shirts in a crash in 08. So I'm like, you know what, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what a purchase agreement is, but this is some, this is people being fearful and I need to be greedy, right? Didn't have no money though, right? So I said, okay, that's cool. And then the second quote was, Spend a few years of your life living how most people won't so you can spend the rest of your life living how most people don't. So what that meant to me was when I buy my first property, right, I'm not going after the IG worthy properties, right? I ain't having a big house warming granite countertops. Like I want the cheapest house I can afford. I don't care if I'm approved for 100000 I want the cheapest house so that I can delay the gratification, right? I'm going to do what most people don't because when most people get their first house, they're going to be it. You know, I want champagne, toast, all that stuff. Nope, I'm going to forego that for a couple years. So that way, in five, 10 years, I'm going to live how most people don't. And that's exactly what I did. And that's exactly what I do. So quickly, um, not to go too far in, I didn't have any money, right? So I knew the play, which was to buy real estate, um, buy back my freedom, but I had no money. So MG, let me ask you this question. In a, um, in a, poor, a middle class community, low to middle class community, when is the one time a year, especially in our community, that most people have more than $5,000 in their bank account? Tax time. Absolutely. Tax time, tax time sure. guys. So we always look at tax time like our one time to ball out and stuff like that. And it is. But this is really the cheat code, right? This is the government. See, now I pay the government taxes, right? I hate tax time now. But back then, in, in November, I was counting my tax check all the way in February. And then we would go travel with my homegirls, buy furniture, buy cars, it's just breaking down, stuff like that. And three months later, we back broke in the same position. So I said, you know what? In 2009, I'm not gonna do those dumb things. I'm gonna buy a crib. I'm not gonna go clubbing with my friends. I'm not gonna go vacation. I'm not gonna get my hair done. I'm just gonna buy a house and I'm gonna delay that. And literally, King, I did bought the house in 2009 and did that every single year for 10 years straight using my tax return. Mm. <laughs> every single year. Yes. You did that. Use your tax returns and built up a portfolio today that consists of how many how many properties and units? Yeah, so I had three journeys, but right now today I have 36 doors. Um, my portfolio is worth over 3.3 million, uh, less than 50% in leverage, right? So that's the big drop right that's there. That's a big, that's, I'm a that's all huge. Yeah, I did a lot. My first journey was all cash because I was using my tax returns, right? But um, so that's where I'm at right now. And then I have a couple other businesses, as you said. So I do run a couple short term rentals. And then I'm really starting my journey in this Medicaid housing because that's the Chico. Right. So I just started construction on that and um, looking at some apartment buildings. So. All right. <laughs> all right. A lot to unpack here. Yeah. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Because this is incredible you. to go from welfare poverty to be a multimillionaire. For sure. Right. And, yes. and, and there's so many people that look like us that have that same type of story and feel discouraged and feel like they can't do it. And what you have been able to achieve so far and you still got so much more years ahead of you 
is absolutely incredible. So I want to salute you for that. Thank you. Um, by keeping, you know, keep going, right? But let's talk about Detroit, because like you mm -hmm. said, Detroit is Detroit. What up, though? Yes. I like Detroit. It's a vibe. Yes. But Detroit got some some shit with it too. Absolutely. Right. Yes. What? Tell the audience, right? What's the best? What, I'm not gonna say the best places to invest in Detroit, but like, how do we get? How do we invest in Detroit without losing our shirt? Absolutely. Because so that's important. That's very important. So number one, talk to me. Talk to your girl or somebody that's literally doing it, right? Somebody that's actively in the streets investing. It could be property management companies, right? If you want to be a landlord, right? Because those are the people that actually get the, they're seeing the problems. But that's how you do it. So I can break it down to you in Detroit. Very, very simple. Detroit is a different market than a lot of people think. And what a lot of what attracts a lot of people to Detroit is the cheap prices. But right there, you're automatically wrong, right? Just because it's cheap don't mean you can come in there, throw some paint on it, and just keep renting it out and things like that. That's how you lose your shirt. You want to still be a good landlord even though the properties are cheap. So I have a simple play, and my the, the way things work now in Detroit, um, you can buy a property all in for about eighty to ninety thousand. Now, the reason I say ninety thousand is because you want to hire boots on the ground, whether it's a property manager, uh, a project manager like myself, a realtor, somebody that's going to show up to your project weekly, daily, whatever. That's not on the back end, right? So your contractor, of course, he's going to see you the best angles of the photos and things like that. And other people, your friends, they may not know, but you want somebody that doesn't have a a dog in a fight, right? They're not gonna get paid based on the photos. And again, um, a lot of people I tell join Facebook groups and communities and just find people on there, train them and just see if they can do a FaceTime video with you if you're out of state. Very so, important. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah, for sure. So that's number one. So that's why spend the extra money guys because it's already cheaper. Where can you get a property for $80,000 all in, right? So spend the extra money to get your boots on the ground to get your first deal done. And then you can go ahead and try to do things more yourself. So um, the thing about Detroit is, and why a lot of people, you know, they'll get mixed reviews is because Detroit is a cash market, right? So you have people like myself. Now, the reason Detroit is a cash market, not because everybody got money, is because you can literally buy houses off your credit cards, right? $60,000, $80,000, that's a couple business credit cards, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why it's a cash market. So a lot of times when you come in there trying to use mortgages, trying to use hard money, you're getting outbid by people like myself. So those are just a couple things. But Detroit also is a cash flow market. So you can come and invest $80,000. And you're probably your house is only going to be worth 80, 90 to 100,000. It's not a California where you can go and invest, you know, 80,000 and then two months later it's worth 150. No, that's not it. But where the gems is it, or where the, the, the benefits are is the cash flow, right? So you're spending 80,000 all in. But right now, Section 8 maximums for three bedrooms are $1,700 a month. But on average, you're getting $1,400 a month. So think about it like this. You you got a couple business credit cards or even personal credit cards, right? You got the fifty to eighty thousand, you buy the crib, now you got it at zero percent interest for one year. That's giving you time to value add, do your constructions, which you can finance on your credit cards as well. Now you stabilize the property, you got a tenant in there at fourteen hundred dollars a month, bare minimum. And that's how you service in the debt, wait six months, cash out refi, burr, pay back the credit cards, repeat. That's the process. So when I broke it down that way, notice I did not say I use any of my own cash, any of my own credit. I'm personally using business credit and that's what I prefer. I don't teach people to use their credit cards and stuff like that. And the only way I tell you to use the credit card though, guys, because credit cards is not the way to buy houses unless you're gonna burr, right? If you don't have the play in solid facts with the ARV, like I'll even order an appraisal up front if I have to. If you don't have your ARV, don't go out financing properties on credit cards, listening to Joe Blow. You have to pay that money back and it's short term, right? You gotta pay it back within a year. If not, you're paying 24% interest and you could have went to any hard money lender and got it done at that point. So just be careful who you're listening to. Spend the extra money up front to get somebody that's boots on the grounds there and then repeat the process. So I, I'm glad you said <laughs> that because I definitely was going to interject and, yeah. and say that as well. Yeah, because like, people teaching it wrong. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, there's too many people out here like 
you know, business credit and everything is fine. Credit yeah. is great, mm -hmm. right? I love credit, but you got to pay that shit back. Got to pay you back. The, the people want their money, and they want them every first of the month or whatever that cycle is, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of people out here teach real estate by using OPM and credit cards and things of that nature, and it's setting a lot of people up yes. for failure because they truly don't understand the exit. And that's why I'm happy you spoke about if you're going to do this, do this as a burr because, and get your appraisal up front, make sure your comps are solid, et cetera, et cetera, because that exit, that refinance, is the most important part of this entire process because without that, you can't burn nothing, but also you have to make sure that you have money because, look, you're buying the property on a credit card. You have a monthly payment due, and yes. if you're rehabbing the property, there's no tenant in there, there's no income coming in. So somebody has to make that monthly payment on that credit card because you don't want to bring your business credit down to shit too at the same time Absolutely. while you're going through the process. So I'm glad that you, you spoke about that because we have to, we have to advocate, advocate for our people to be responsible um, because in, it's easy to get credit, it's easy yeah. to get a house, it's easy to get these things, and it's just as easy to lose it all. Oh my God. You yes. know what I'm saying? And we don't want our people to lose anything. We want our people to strive and we want our people to grow and want them to take it to the next level. Now, is there still great opportunities in Detroit to do burrs in this market? Yeah, absolutely in this market, especially if you got the time or the will to do um, renovations, heavy rehabs. There's still opportunities. I see deals all the time that I'm like, dang, if I just had the time to rehab it, I can make a hundred thousand profit in it. So yes, there's still opportunities. Uh, I always tell people I'm a big advocate for the MLS, obviously, but I always tell people to do your research the freeway, right? Spend an hour, two hours just researching the market. Check on Zillow, right? So the funny thing about it is, I tell people to check on Zillow and when in one year when I just went crazy so from 2000 we didn't even talk about that yet so the first part of my journey I bought the 10 properties I used free and, uh, they were free and clear I used my tax returns and saved the rent so in 2009 I decided hey it's time to, uh, sorry 2019 I was like it's time to go ahead start back out here investing so in two from 2019 August 2019 to August 2020, I purchased 11 properties in just one year. So what took me 10 years to do by using my own money, I was able to do it in one year by using other people's money. But again, just like MG said, I already had the foundation. I had 10 free and clear properties that was paying off and servicing my debt. So in that time, I was thinking, how am I buying 11 properties in one year in the hottest market? This was in the middle of COVID. And Days on a market was three to five days. And what I was finding was that so many people that tapped into coaching and mentorship about Detroit specific, they were teaching them off market, off market, off market, that people maybe weren't looking at the market or looking last. But by that time, I already got the EMD in the hand. I don't know what it was, but there is good opportunities on market as well. Some people don't know. Some people in distress like sellers, they don't know like, oh, I need to go to a wholesaler. I can save commission and stuff like that. They like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to take the L and list it on the MLS. So don't sleep on the MLS. When I tell you, when I bought 11 deals in one year, Nine of those deals were straight off the MLS in the most competitive market in history. You know COVID. Absolutely. August 19 to August 2020, I got deeds and receipts. Look, I love to show receipts. I can show you. I'm telling you, I had one deal had 47 offers on it. This, this is the market that we were in, and I was still taking these deals down. So, again, I'm not telling you don't listen to all gurus. Just trust the right ones, right, the people that's actually showing it. Like, even before I got connected with Matt, like, first of all, you can't even question Matt because he got the MLS never. It's like it's like Spitfire, right? It's just like now it's like second nature. So you know he's doing it because, like, when I heard that, I'm like, wait a second. This is the real mortgage broker because my real mortgage brokers don't even spit the MLS number like that. So. Make sure that you guys have real, you know what I'm saying, real mentors. And these are the mentors that's actually doing the business and showing it, right? You're not getting attracted to the Lamborghinis and stuff. And to be honest, MG, like I know just like you said, like, yes, our people are getting a lot of misinformation and we're losing the properties and things like that. But we have to start taking responsibility as well because I'm sitting over here with crickets right now. I got uh, bigger pockets interviews, 300,000 views, and I literally showed all 11 properties on my story. But when I try to do a class, oh, what else am I going to get? But let such and such show you a Lamborghini. You give him $10,000, $50,000, no receipt, no contract, you know. So we have to make sure that we're 
being responsible, not always victims, right? You you came to Detroit because it's cheap. You bought a thousand dollar house. Well, Ashley's a multimillionaire investor and she's spending fifty thousand on her houses, but I'ma come in her market and buy a thousand dollar house and just outdo her? No, 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 no. Then I'ma buy the house after you done spent forty thousand and then the city take it away, then I'll come buy it, right? So you have to be careful and you have to take responsibility because I when I I didn't got contractors that run off with my money. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have people break into my houses. What did I supposed to do? Go, you know, tell tell my kids, the college people, or, you know, my mortgage, the contractor ran off? No, I'm responsible for that. So I had, when I pick contractors, I have to pick up on red flags. I'm not going to try to blame the victim, I mean, the contractor, when he runs off. When I see he wanted to deposit before he even saw the house. You know what I'm saying? You have to be smart and don't play victim when you can pick up on red flags, if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense in the world. Uh, yeah. Lots to unpack there. Yeah, I know. You kind of went on an epic rant. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, Tooks, we need, a, we need a, a, a button that says epic rant or something because that was just epic. I had to let you go and get all that shit out yes, because had you, you had a lot to say right there. <laughs> right? It's a lot to unpack with that one. Drop some gems in the comments for Ashley, please, because she was Thank just you. certified gem dropping. Thank you. You know, gem, just gem dropping. All right. But you said a lot there. And I want to unpack some of this stuff real quick, right? Thank the you. contracting piece, these con artists, C-O-N, contractors, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, not con artists, but con <laughs> tractors, right? These folks will do you dirty. Not all of them, mm -hmm. right? But there are some people out there. Now, most people who are going to invest in, investing in Detroit right now are all out of state, yes. right? It's an influx of out of state and foreign investors going into this place. What are some tips or some advice or whatever whatever you want to call it right that you can give our audience so that way if they're going to come to your backyard and to invest they don't get c-o-n <laughs> by the contractor absolutely so to be honest it's inevitable right we can do it's going to happen yeah it's going to happen we can do our best so what i do like i i just reverse engineer things right Real investors always say this, real investors, we don't quit, we pivot. As long as you never quit, you can always be successful. So in the beginning, I was, what if he run off with my money? Oh, let's make sure I got this contract. Let's make sure I got this. So for sure, you want a contract with his signature on it, outlining the price and what he's going to do. But most importantly, get a photo of their driver's license, right? Or their address, their business address, I don't care. That's really all I need. Like, I don't even care about a contract. I, I ain't even going to chase you down because I'm suing people. Like, I don't have time to wait. So I just need to serve you a lawsuit. So that's really what you need. Get their address, right? Their real address and see them there. Be, and then make sure that you have the contract and everything in writing. But that's what it is. So when it happens, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, just you know, sweep it under the rug and move on. No, try to work it out. But once they start playing, sue them and move on, right? But you have to find a contractor with something to lose and pick up on red flags. So another thing about me, I tell my contractors up front, I don't do change orders if you are a contractor, right? So the first thing you ask your contractor maybe is how long you've been doing this? Three to five years. Okay, great. So if I hired you to do some floors, how is it a change order? Like, if you've been doing this for three to five years, you should know everything that needs to be done and maybe alerted me in the beginning like this may happen. But if not, I'm not going for all of that. I don't play games. So uh, get a copy of their driver's license for sure so that you can physically serve them a lawsuit. Right. That's typically number one. Uh, make sure you have it in writing, whatever it is. You're going to fix this wall by this time, this price and show up to the property. You know what I'm saying? Don't just let them go all willy nilly. Show up to the property. And the last thing I can tell you, sorry, I know it's a lot. I is never, going. never pay for more than the work that's being done. Right. So and um, so, for example, if you're paying a contractor five thousand dollars and he only did three thousand dollars worth of work, you're you know, he, you have a potential for him to run off. So as long as you cut your losses, um, even if he do run off, you don't stand to lose as much. So really quickly, again, I know that was a lot, but let me just tell you how I do the first draw when I'm working with new contractors, right? So you buy the material. Even if you, you can let the contractor buy it if you want, but the first, the first drop, you want to buy the material, the first draw. And it's two reasons why. Number one, 
You can use your business credit card, again, <laughs> responsibly. I'm, I, I'm a heavy advocate for business credit, but I'm a heavy truth teller about business credit as well. But you have to use it responsibly. So number one, if I'm going, okay, our first draw, sorry, let me just back it up for you guys because I know, you know, we have some newer people as well. The average project when you're going to uh, do a renovation will have three draws, right? The beginning, the middle, the end, right? So day one, so let's say this job is 15000 right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to do a five in the beginning, 5000 five in the middle, five, five at the end. So day one, contractor, let's call him Joe, right? He's smiling. Oh, I'm going to do this. I haven't did this for 20 years. And let me tell you about your boy. He didn't do that right. You should fire. I could have did that in 20 minutes, whatever. So he's ready. He's ready to start. And he wants his $5,000 deposit. So I'm going to say, hey, you know what, Joe? Um, no, <laughs> I'm not going to give you the $5,000. But however, I'm going to go shopping with you, right? Because you need the money for your materials. So we go shopping. Now, materials, $2,000, right? So now I didn't save myself by him potentially running off with $5,000. I didn't save myself $2,000 by me purchasing the material. Now, I'm purchasing on my credit card. So guess what? I got 1% to 3% cash back. On those. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply material right mm -hmm. so now it's three thousand that i owe joe and he's still smiling yeah i could do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna finish two weeks early okay no problem joe we get to the property oh by the way joe uh, i have the three thousand dollar check for you right here with your name on it uh, i'll be back when you finish right so you're gonna be finished at five i'll be back at five so oh, oh i can't work for free well why not i got the material here what do you stand to lose okay here's two hundred dollars max get you some lunch and gas for your guys uh, here's a check with your name on it. I'll be back at five, right? At that point, if they say no, that's a red flag. You know what I'm saying? Because what is it costing you? I bought the material. You're a worker. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be nickel and diamond like that. And that's also a red flag. You're not running your business properly. Mm. And then he's like, well, you can run off on me. Contractors can put a lien on your house. I can't put a lien on a contractor. They have lien waivers. So you got to drop on me, homeboy. The first draw. You got the drop on me, but if we make it to the sec, I got the drop, right? Yeah. So the first drop. So I give him the 200 Boom. Okay, you got lunch. You got gas for the day. I'm coming back at 5 with your $3,000 deposit. Now, you get there at 5 Now, this is the, the, the part that you need to pay attention to. Smell your house. Do you smell weed smoke? Is this homeboys throwing cigarettes? Is they eating lunch and throwing it, leave it on your property? Because now you might have mice. So you're going to be able to get a full day's work from these guys and see how they're running their business. Are they got Joe Blow over here? Are they smoking weed on the property? Are they doing it? The quality of work. There's been times after the first day, I'm like, you know what? I appreciate you. Here's 500 for your time, but I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't work with you because my quality is just a little bit high. No offense to you, but my product is a little bit too high. So that's how you're going to cut your losses, King. And when y'all save thousands of dollars, I just want 10%. I'm just saying. I just, I want, matter of fact, 2%, right? I just want 2%. Because that's going to save a lot of people a lot of money right there, MG, I swear. Nah, that was uh, Big Jim, certified gin dropper style. <laughs> you know, look, I like the way you just ranting right now. Like, you just, you, I thought I rant. Like, you you got a lot to talk about. Anything else you want to get off your chest right now? I actually do, Kim. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ashley. Show, the floor is yours, Ashley. Go right ahead. All right, because we jumped real quick. I just wanted to say, so I know, obviously, we talked about my portfolio where I'm at right now. And I'm super blessed to have the 36 doors, a $3.3 million portfolio. Started from 20000 a year, but my biggest flex, guys, I got to say this, my biggest flex, right? My biggest flex is that when I was 18 years old, as I told you guys, I was a single mother, right? So my mom walked me into the welfare office. 
My baby got to get on food stamps. I had to get childcare so I can go to work. I had to get um, health insurance so I can take care of my kids. Well, my daughter, right? My, I was a single mother, teenage mom. My daughter turned 18. She didn't walk into a welfare office. She walked into a bank, right, with her business LLC to go set up a business account to get credit because I've added her on my credit. She's been authorized user. So at 18, 740 credit score, college fund already paid for upfront, no college debt, car outright, right, and working on a business. So the fact that I was able to be alive and young and well at 36 years old and be able to see my, me breaking generational curses in real life like that's the real like that really really humbled me this past year and really fueled my fire you know what i'm saying to like literally that was a, a curse right mm. if i wouldn't have did what choose to save my tax return this one year guys because again it was one choice i didn't oh go ask such and such for help and do that only choice that i only thing that i did to be where i'm at today was not spend my tax return right that was pretty much it so that one choice that one decision has helped me break the generational curse from instead of my daughter because again she would have came up in a poor a poor poverty neighborhood probably would have been a teenage mom herself would have needed some government assistance but because i made that one decision i can probably sit here and say that my daughter or my son and none of my kids or grandkids will ever have to go to a welfare office or a government office at 18, right? So that's the that's what I really, that's my most proudest accomplishment. Forget the real estate, forget the millions, forget the views. Like I got two whole kids out here that'll never have to depend on the government, right? And that almost bring a tear to my eyes. So let's get some gems for yeah, that, right? Yeah, 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 let's yeah. Let's yeah. that. Throw some gems in the comment for not needing government assistance. Right, like, right. Because we don't want no damn government assistance. Right. And it's cool, though, because it, it helped me for sure. And like I said, I pay my taxes every year gladly, right? I got some tax strategy plays, but I don't trip about it because I know that that's what helped me, right? But I'm just, like, if I need it, I understand the government is there for you. But buy back your freedom, guys, because... If it's free, you're the product, right? If it's free, you're the product. So government, they'll give you some child care. They'll give you, uh, what's that, food stamps and stuff. But you got to, the baby daddy can't be there, right? You know what I'm saying? There's stipulations with it, right? And then even with the uh, vaccine, right? Um, people, you, you want to go to work, you got to get the jab, right? Maybe you didn't believe in it, but you had to do it because you had to work. But start buying back your freedom, Get some ink, some side hustles, some passive income. That way you can choose what you do and then also break generational curses. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I mean, you said a whole a whole lot. <laughs> and look, there's nothing wrong with welfare. Right. I'm a product of food stamps. Mm -hmm. Government cheese. <laughs> the best cheese. I ain't going to hold you up. <laughs> that shit on some grilled cheese is popping. You know? you know about the grilled cheese, right? Yes, Girl, That grilled cheese is like something <laughs> special. But it's everything's a stepping stone. Yeah. Right? And what I like about your story and what I love about you, your passion is hell. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm just letting you run. <laughs> I think you're the first guest ever that's really <laughs> just like you're just taking over. Right? This is Ashley show right now and thank i'm fine you. with that thank because you. you can hear the passion and you i see it like i'm just sitting here watching you like man she's locked in thank but you. i like i like um the fact that you are inspiring women right yes. women out here to get into real estate to to run to be their own boss to you know be an example for their children to be a leader yes. right because if there's no king around then you have to be a queen and you have to wear that crown you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you're definitely holding that down at the highest levels. And you're doing some incredible things um, in Detroit. And what I liked what you were saying um, to me when we was off camera, you was like, look, I got a whole new play that I'm doing right now in Detroit. I'm doing like the Medicaid play. Mm -hmm. with the, and I'm building something right now to support it. So let's talk about that in a little bit of detail. Like, what are you doing with this Medicaid play? Absolutely. Thank you for that, too. Yes, I love it. So, again, what I, like I said a, a couple minutes ago, is that real real estate investors don't quit. We pivot, right? So, what everybody's saying right now, oh, interest rates are high. Uh, Chase, they, they loading up. They, they spending a billion dollars on single-family rental properties. Why is y'all scared? Compete. You know, pull your pants up and compete. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I'm just pivoting, right? So, Chase want to come in with the big Bs and the big billions and buy all the rental properties. First of all, two things you should be thinking of. When somebody, when they're, when you see these big corporations and these people with big money doing things, don't all automatically count yourself out. Because, yes, Chase has a billion dollars to buy single-family real estate. But guess what? Chase are not property managers. 
they're going to need people to manage that billion dollars worth of real estate. So why not learn how to be a property manager and you can still eat? So I'm just trying to get you guys to change your mindset versus instead of looking at things as, oh, it's a negative. I can't compete with them. You can compete just by getting up and working, right? Figuring out ways to pivot. So that was the first thing I wanted to drop because I did. I know that's big in the news right now. But secondly, so again, I do have a lot of competition now with, you know, Chase and the big banks starting to buy single family. So I'm like, how can I get the most, the most cash flow and the most passive income with less doors, right? With the less amount, the least amount of doors. So I have a duplex, right? It's crazy. It's a two, uh, it's a duplex and it's three bedrooms each. So it's six bedrooms. And um, I actually met a, a young lady that's doing Medicaid housing. And I found out that they'll pay $5,000 per room, $5,000 per room. They'll even pay more for, you know, um, like more people that are self-sufficient and can work on their own. But I'm like, I'm cool with the self-sufficient people at 5,000 per room. So I ended up meeting a couple people, reaching out to as many people as I can that was actually doing it. And now we just started the construction. So we're turning the duplex into a single family with seven bedrooms. And for this duplex that I paid 3,000 for, when it's done, we'll generate 35,000 a month with the uh, medical Medicaid contract. Now, again, it's, it's, I, every place is okay, hold sorry. on, hold on, hold, hold on. I gotta cut you off. Ashley. Hold on, hold, hold on. All right, we gotta slow down now. You said you're converting a two family to a one family, making it seven bedrooms, and you're gonna get five thousand dollars per bedroom. Absolutely. And you paid how much for this property? Three thousand dollars for the property. And how much rehab? Uh, the rehab is going to be about 120 just because I, I like to over, you know, over. So in my first relationship with the Medicaid people, mm -hmm. I want to knock it out the park. So I'm going a little higher. So I'll be 130 all in. And again, it's a conversion. Plus, it's two apartments in the basement. That's another play. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you guys about that. So I did go over budget on the property just to make it really nice and, and like let them know, like, I'm here to stay and bring me all your contracts. So I'm all in 130 on the project but I paid 3000 for the structure um, and I make I will be making 35000 a month just off that one play. I already started putting my paperwork in, just waiting for the contract to be approved. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. <laughs> now my head is spinning. All right. So how the hell, first of all, there's a process, obviously, you have to go through mm -hmm. to get approved for this. Yes. And then how long is this process? Okay. So every state is different. And it's it's so weird because it's called different things in every state. But basically, you want to, like, Google Medicaid waiver program in your state. And then it'll outline, you know, how long it takes and things like that. Uh, me, I end up working with somebody that's done it before. So our process is going to be about six months. And that's in Michigan, though. You know, so I can't really speak on every state. And plus, I'm still new to it. But if you Google that, you'll be able to get some context on how long it will take in your state. So it's going to probably take you, what, six months to rehab this house anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So while you're doing the rehab. Getting my licensing, getting get, my requirements, taking my classes, like little CPR classes, you know, drug yeah. safety, small stuff, very, very light work, stuff that you're already doing, you know what I'm saying? So now do you have to have actual staff that lives in this property as well? Uh, or, absolutely. So um, you do have to have somebody there 24-7, but these, the so I didn't go, you could get up to 7000 per room, right? But I went with the 5,000 uh, group range, and these are people that um, have jobs. So like the Walmart, you know, they're disabled, to, but they are still able to function. So uh, they have jobs. So typically from 9 to 3, the house is empty. So if they don't have a job, they're going to go to an adult program, uh, adult daycare, right, which you can start that business as well. Get a $100,000 grant right now to, for the vehicle. That's a whole other story, right? Hopefully the kids or the family member will start that business. So, yes, you have to have someone there 24-7. But um, from 9 to 3, the house will be empty because we got everybody enrolled in adult daycare or you're going to have to have a job. So during that time, we can clean, we can restock, and it can save me on the payroll, right? But, yeah, you will have to have someone there um, at, throughout the time, uh, every at all times, sorry. So, so they're there all day. Mm -hmm. They're doing what they have to do monitoring the house, monitoring yeah. the, the patients or the people, right? And they just live there. Yep, absolutely. Until they don't live there. Yeah, absolutely. So most people don't ever want to leave, uh, especially if you're nice and stuff like me. I go over it because I strongly believe in 
like being a good landlord, right? Being a good person, like and letting the money be the added benefits, right? So it's great money, but that's why I was saying I'm spending 120 on my renovation when I could just spend 100, but I want to go the extra mile because I want every time they have another opportunity in Detroit, I want them to come to me. I don't want to just do the bare minimum and stuff like that. So yes, that's how you, uh, that's how it works. And then again, like I told you, I had two apartments in the basement. So the, I'm going to rent, give those to the staff, right? Mm. So that way it's going to cut off my payroll expenses because they're living for free in their own apartment downstairs. They just have one person have to be upstairs to monitor the guys every, uh, at all times. Damn, this is yeah. a play. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I couldn't believe I could convert the uh, basements into apartments because I was like, oh, I don't want to not turn it uh, to a single family. But once I realized it's two apartments in the basement, I'm like, oh, yeah. This this house, I, this is the cheapest house and the worst house I've ever bought. And it is going to literally be the record breaker, right? $3,000 purchase price. You know, obviously the 120 renovation. I'm a hard money lender, so I'm only putting 20% into that. The hard money lender is funding it all. And then I'll have a fully operational business upstairs. And the reason I'm not counting income from downstairs, because that's how I'm going to supplement my staff. Like if you need you stay here for free or, you know what I'm saying, it is what, or maybe there'll just be a place that they can go and chill when they're at the house if they don't want to stay there. And then I'll pay them. But I'm trying to cut costs as much as possible and really make do it the right way and then show the money as an added benefit versus how much, the motivation. How much is their um salaries if you if you can't subsidize the cost by giving them housing? Right now, um it's like a LPN, you know, nursing okay. assistant. Yeah, so, so they're like fourteen be. to sixteen an hour. Me personally, I'll probably be paying about twenty an hour. You know, as long as I can afford it just because I want the best of the best. Well hell yeah you can yeah. afford it with right, thirty five right, yeah, dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. Twenty dollars an hour pay you twenty one. I know that's I want right. the best I want the best LPNs. I want the best. That's what I'm saying. I want the best. Again, you can cut corners, guys. I and like I said, I'm a sound like a broken record. A lot of times, a lot of people don't gravitate to me. Uh, one thing they can say is I'm genuine and I truly care, but they don't gravitate to me because they want to cut corners, but then wonder why. I'm not saying everybody is like that. So, yes, Ashley do use business credit, but she pays it back and she service her debt with her free and clear properties. Ashley do want to do government um, Medicaid work, but she's going to overstaff her people with the best people, right? She's going to make sure that she goes over on a renovation so that it's not just Ashley winning. When I do, and that's why I'm still standing and as we see people slowly but surely leaving, I know I'll always be here because when I do business or deals, everybody wins. And it, it, I won't even do it that way. So I can give you an example with the little three-bedroom house in Detroit, right? So I go in there. I put 30000 into the property when I could have got it rented for fifteen. But now I'm winning because I got a higher appraiser because I put more money in there. The tenant is winning because they're Section 8, and it's probably the best house they ever had with granite countertops. Um, so they're going to take care of my house. The neighborhood is winning now because that's one less dilapidated house. Like literally all of my properties, I got neighbors on speed dial. They love me because, you know, hey, Ashley, is just somebody at your house? Because they, they see you doing positive to the neighborhood and they just want to help, right? So that's how I do business. Everybody wins. You know, the tenant is winning. I'm winning. The neighborhood is winning. And then, then you can continue. And then a lot of times I don't even have to list my properties because the referrals referrals come in so it's just a it's a wheel a flywheel if you do it the right way you're doing it the right way ashley thank you i appreciate it you're doing it. it the right way this this medicaid play thirty five thousand dollars a month <laughs> shit crazy off one so chase buying all the houses just get you one or two right because that's still 70k and uh, get you two 70k a month let chase buy the rest because they gonna they gonna buy them but they're gonna be selling them in a minute because property management is another thing and you know so if they don't get a lot of good property managers they're gonna have a lot of defaults so, yeah, I'm ready to compete with Chase. I'll, I'll take on that job. I'll be their global property manager. I've been doing it for 13 years. Like, let's go. <laughs> yo, I love it. Yo, big energy, Ashley. Yo. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, all right. All right. That Medicaid play is just kind of mind-blowing to me right now. I'm definitely going to do a lot of Googling yes. tonight about that. Yeah, you guys need to be Googling as well. For because sure, because I dropped gems, even gave the name of the program. I was thinking, like, should I not do it? But I'm yeah, here. Why not? This rants in gems, so I have to drop gems. But you guys, and like I'm telling you, I've learned things from MG just on the free. You guys have to receive the gems, though. Receive them. Go Google. Every, <laughs> set, every time MG goes live, just set 20 minutes afterwards to so just Google and follow through with the information or anything you do. If it's a book, when you finish the book, set an extra 20 minutes to start Googling things because people leave clues all the time, but it just goes over a lot of people's heads. 
Agreed. Yeah, it Agreed. goes over a lot of people's heads. All right, so we're running on time, Ashley. Mm -hmm. um, I need you to give us one final gem, because I know you got some more. Because you're a certified gem dropper, and a gem <laughs> dropper never has an empty clip. Yes, it's, yes, it's, yes. it's unlimited gems. Yes. So give us one more gem. Some, some, something that can lead us to go to Detroit and be successful. Right. See, that's what I was going to say, but it's more so mindset and your perception, right? So the reason most, I feel like the reason most people aren't successful and most people aren't rich is because they're so busy looking at rich, right? Sorry about that. I probably said that wrong. But what I'm saying is rich is loud, right? Rich is loud. Wealthy is silence. Wealth is silence. So when you're looking at people and when you're trying to make plays, stop being attracted to the rich. Stop getting the, the, you know what I'm saying, the liabilities and focus on building your assets first, right? So I would say that and take advantage of the program, especially if you're a first-time homebuyer. I cannot say it enough. If you're sitting here like, man, I can never buy a house. I don't own a property, anything like that. Take advantage of the FHA, first-time homebuyer, plus the down payment assistance program, guys. And a lot of places, especially in Detroit, you can literally get money back because the properties are cheap. You know, they're 100,000, 200,000, things like that. So I would just lead with that, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's good. And I, I think um, actionable items, when you listen to people, you okay. learn from people, go out there and Google your life away. Absolutely. Do your due diligence, make sure what you just learned is actual accurate information. Yes. But also the execution is the most important part because the best teacher is gonna be experienced, not the person who's flashing and everything like that. And you mentioned something earlier too. Yes. And I kind of I kind of feel that sentiment when you said, hey, if I do a class, you guys would go pay 50, 40, 30,000. Mm -hmm. But if I do something where I can show you what I've done and how I built this, it's like crickets almost, yeah. right? And I can understand that sometimes because sometimes I feel that way too. Like, yo, why y'all waste your money with this? Yeah. Right? And what I've had to learn is that who cares? Right. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? People are going to spend their money on whatever the hell they want. That's and true. ultimately, people know the price of everything, but not the value mm. of it. Yeah. So what I had to realize, even for myself, and I make my classes super affordable, mm -hmm. right? I, I've had things for $19. Right. Two, three day of things go 10 hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, why didn't 10,000 people buy this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is only 1,000 people on this? But I had to realize, like, Matt, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You're doing what you have to do to get the information out there, whether it's through platforms, what UIL Network, with Rants and Gems, whether it's my own YouTube, whether it's the books, the, the webinars, the, right. the communities, the stages, the events in person. You're doing your part. And as long as you're doing part, then God is happy with you. True. Right? And it doesn't matter what people will pay if they're paying someone else. And the same way we don't want people to look and compare, I think also for us as people who do programs and products, we can't look at the and comparison too. Yeah. Right? Because then it starts to dim our own light. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we start looking at ourselves like, damn, why am I doing this? Because it doesn't make sense or this, that, and the third. But they'll go do this, and then you start feeling a little, not, I would say bitter a little mm -hmm. bit, you know what I'm saying? But who cares? And I had to, even even for myself, and I'm just being fully transparent, right, yeah. I had to really realize, like, nah, Matt, you're doing your work. You're doing God's work. This is God's plan, and the people will come when they need to come. And the mm -hmm. people who are here, you know what? Whether I got 100 people, 50 people, 1,000 people, it doesn't matter. The people who are, who are here... Give them everything that you got. Yes, You know, true. they came here empty, fill them up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you're doing that, things will grow. And you're consistently doing it, things will grow. So I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell myself. <laughs> Stop looking at these other people who are charging the big fees and this, that, and the third. Focus on what you're doing because you're doing amazing work. You're super knowledgeable. Um, when we met in Detroit, you was incredible. Your story's incredible, and you're going to inspire inspire millions of people. Just yes. keep your head down and just keep going. Shit, you're on EYL Network now. I know. I can't like, believe it. You know I what I'm saying? That was an, and that was another thing, too, we spoke about. You yeah. was like, yo, Matt, I can't believe it. I've been on Bigger Pockets. I've been on, you know, yeah. the white people platform. Yeah. But I can't even get on my own people platform. I can't, yeah. And yeah. I told you, actually, all right, 
well, I'm gonna give you an opportunity. Thank you. And I, I and I kept my word to it because I'm like, yo, I like what you're doing. I like to support black women in real estate. Yeah. So, don't worry about even that. Yeah, I appreciate. What you got to start doing now is building your own stages, mm. building your own platforms, mm. becoming your biggest fan and the biggest person that's gonna push yourself because. Quite honestly, I feel the same way sometimes too. Yeah. Like, yo, why am I not on CNN all the time? Why am I not on this? Right? Because I just feel like I'm I'm good enough for it, mm-hmm. right? And I and I do enough in the community to warrant it. But you know what? It's not my time. Right. Yeah. It's not my time, and everything happens in God's time. So I'm gonna say those two things. I want to say to you, on the public platform. Thank don't you. Don't worry about it. You just keep doing your work. You keep putting pushing your content out there. You be consistent with it. You you keep doing your real estate the way you're doing it. And I'm telling you, it will come to you. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No yes, doubt. And I'm ready for it. I yes. know you're ready. You came in here and took over the whole damn show, Ashley. You <laughs> took over the Rants and Gems. This is Rants and Ashley. <laughs> I didn't say Rants, Gems, and Ashley, right? right? You're the new Thank host. You. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, nah, but it was, it, it was dope. It was a lot of information. You came in here with your plan, and you did what you had to do. Now, tell the people how to find you. Absolutely. Please tap in with me, guys, on IG. That's my number one most active a platform is Detroit underscore investor. That's Detroit underscore investor. You can also uh, tap into my website, Ashley Hamilton Consult. And also, if you just Google Ashley, ha- just Google Queen of Detroit, and I should pop up, right? But if not, Detroit investor, you're going to get a whole bunch of interviews and uh, free information. <laughs> only, certi- only certified gym droppers only. If you're not a certified gym dropper, Hey, look, if you don't come on the show and, and take this shit over like Ashley did, <laughs> yo, you, then you're wasting the opportunity, all right? <laughs> Shout out to Ashley. Make sure you're tapping with her. Make sure you go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Download, subscribe, leave a review. Five stars, please. Share this with 100 people. Go support Ashley and her movement. And go learn about that Medicaid play. That Medicaid play is a gem. Your boy going to be on it, too. Yeah. All right? Matt Garland here, in MLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.